0: Welcome to Big Blend Radio's global adventure show with travel writer Debbie Stone. Welcome everybody. Today, uh, Debbie Stone, the fire monkey is taking us for a fire dance in Samoa, right Debbie? Welcome back. Uh, Travel writer (laughs) Debbie Stone is here every fourth Tuesday, as you know, and is always taking us somewhere special and today is really special. She is taking us to Samoa, which is really um, a lot of people have this on the bucket list and it's amazing she went there and also the National Park. So stay tuned for that as a second podcast follow up to this one and we will connect them all in the show notes so you can listen to this one, listen to the one just in the National Park and read both her stories from there. Uh, the National Park one is up on nationalparktraveling.com and this one all about Samoa is on Blend Radio and com. but I do want to give you also this link Again, on the show notes, samoa.travel. Um, that is where you want to go to plan your adventure once you take a listen to what Debbie has to say because this fire monkey had a good time. Didn't you, Debbie? Welcome back.
1: Well, thank you. And yes, I did. It's, it's uh, a fascinating uh, Polynesian island country. And it's right there kind of in the center of the South Pacific Ocean. It's halfway between New Zealand and Hawaii. So it's out there. And it takes uh, definitely effort To uh, get there, Uh, but once you do, you know it's it's really it's really rewarding if you if you can get there. It's it's just a fascinating cultural experience. It's uh, the landscape is incredibly beautiful. The people are very very kind and welcoming. Uh, so it's you know it's it's a wonderful experience. It's just one of those things where you have to say I, I'm going to put forth the effort to get there and figure out how you're going to get there. And uh, we basically got there. We flew to Hawaii and to Honolulu and spent a couple of days there, and then from there uh, took a nonstop flight from uh, Honolulu to um, Samoa to Apia, which is the um, capital of Samoa, and. Uh, the, the island, I mean, it's several different islands. There's like nine volcanic islands, and only four of them are basically inhabited. But the two largest um, really, you know, accommodate or, or comprise the, the nation's most of it, 99% of the total land area. I spent my time uh, on um, uh, Upolu, which is the uh, island that has the capital, Apia, on mm-hmm. it. And it's really the center, uh, the commercial center and, uh, you know, if you realize the whole country's population is, you know, 125,000-odd. Whoa. So it's not not big, you know, but most of them live uh, on those two islands, and mm. uh, Upolu and Savai. So uh, it was, you know, we decided, okay, we want to spend, uh, and most people do spend most of their time on Upaloo, and they can take a, a boat or a ferry to the other island uh, as well so but anyway it, it's fascinating
0: just to to get a perspective too because we talk about america samoa of course there's a national park so is that america samoa is samoa american where are we on all of that because so, i know uh, it gets confusing for all of us who haven't been there
1: <laughs> so if you refer to samoa as samoa it is the country it is the nation of samoa and if you refer to uh, American Samoa, that is a territory of the United States, and so okay. uh, American Samoa is by tiny little plane about 25 minutes from the nation of Samoa. But you know, once you get to American Samoa, it is it is you know a territory just like uh, Puerto Rico is, and so you know, it's under the wild offices, to think
0: about territories because yeah. that's always I yeah. can feel like you're back in. You know, back when Arizona <laughs> was a territory, you know. Right,
1: but now and then the Louisiana Purchase American came. <laughs> you know, it's kind right. of yes, but this is you know, <laughs> and so the American Samoa is is the the territory, and that is where the national park of American Samoa is, which is a part of the Mas- National Park System. So, uh, anyway, it is it is a bit confusing, Ed, and it, it is confusing when you go from one to the other because you are definitely crossing the international date line. So, <laughs> that's mm. an experience in itself.
0: <laughs> well, that's, you know, I just think it's really cool that you, you've you done this, you know, and I mean, have you always kind of had your eye on going there? You know, at Samoa, I, you
1: know, years and years ago, and I tell people this because they're like, why Samoa? And it's like, well, part of the reason, of course, we wanted to get to American Samoa. And this is one of the ways you can do that. Um, but Samoa itself, years and years ago, when my children were little, they had a babysitter. Uh, her name was Leslie, and she came from a big Samoan family in our community. Um, they yeah. were all very sports-oriented, uh, you know, very, very uh, good uh, athletes. And anyway, Leslie was a, a, actually a, a volleyball player who now I think is working at the University of Washington with a volleyball team. But she um, kind of, you know, got me a little bit interested because I started asking her about the culture, and she would tell me, you know, little bits of it, and um, it was clear that family was extremely important to the Samoans, and uh, her family was no exception. And when I was there in Samoa, I, you know, of course, saw how important family was. Um, so it was, you know, it's just one of those things, you know, you, you want to, you, you you know, think about it for years. And then, you know, this, this whole trip came about because part of it was, you know, we were trying to get to every one of the 63 national parks. I did, hey, well, we can maybe do it this way and then really get a taste of Samoan culture,
0: you know? Mm, that's cool. That, and now, okay, so when you, because so I know you've done Hawaii quite a bit, you've done New Zealand quite a bit too. Um so new zealand's going to be a little different but then the cultures may also be connected did you feel like this was connected to hawaii and in, in a way it is connected to all
1: the the polynesian area you know whether it's fiji whether it's hawaii whether it's parts of new zealand whether you're dealing with maori cultures and you mm-hmm. know i think there's there's a there's a common thread that runs through through there and uh you know so it, it it there is you know definitely some commonalities definitely
0: mm. one thing too is it seems like the people are really really friendly and very spiritual it seems that that, that family and faith are um pretty big
1: yeah definitely and when you're driving around the island Uh, You'll note that, first of all, there are no cities other than the capital city of Apia. There are just villages, you know, one after another. And you can tell when you're getting into a village because there's little signs, but also the roadsides, like certain villages will have containers of flowers along the road. And then another village might have the Samoan flags along the road. And so you'll go from one village to another. But the one thing that you really note is that each village has churches. Many, several churches sometimes, and, uh, you know, in all shapes, all sizes, all denominations, because it is central to their way of life. And uh, Sundays are observed as a a national day of rest. Um, And so, uh, you know, you really get the sense that faith is important. Also, um, to understand that each village, uh, you know, operates through a village council, that they each have chiefs. Uh, which are leaders of uh, families, of extended families, and they are, uh, you know, it's a real honor to be a chief and have this title, but you have, you know, a duty and a responsibility in terms of the operation of the village and and, and the well-being of the people in the village.
0: Mm. So, and then that kind of shines through with them in their personality, it seems, you know?
1: Absolutely. I think um you know, as as I mentioned, the housing structure situation, parents, children and, and even married children all live together in usually a compound uh of sorts which has several houses and uh, they often have a large structure, which is or larger structure, which has no walls basically, and these serve as, as gathering places for pe- for the family. They also sleep there sometimes. They also can eat in there. So uh, it's very interesting to drive by and you see them one after another. Uh, these like large, you know, uh, without walled uh, structures, uh, and so they're compounds and and you hmm. know. Well, all the family lives there. And so you've got a number of people and their families are, are definitely big. You know, they they love having children. And uh, so it's it's important to them, family and uh, faith. And so together, you know, that's what they they put their priorities on.
0: Mm, that's a, it's so, so it's like, yeah, it's the village is <laughs> raising the kids, you know, that's kind of definitely. reminds me of Africa a little bit like that, you know? Yeah
1: definitely where everyone's definitely.
0: where everyone's together so tropical paradise right you do mention that it it does happen but it seems to be like you can have different experiences from resort to not so resort you know depending on what you want as a visitor
1: i think yeah people who go to samoa you know they they go for the cultural experience but they also go because it's a you know tropical island uh nation and you know, so the beaches are important, so people like the snorkeling. They they also like to hike or they like, you know, they, they love – there's lots of waterfalls and there's a lot, lots of nature. And uh, so, you know, there's a number of things that you can do besides enjoying your, your lounge chair by the beach. <laughs> and uh, most people like to see parts of the island. And getting around the island, uh, as I mentioned in my story, you can take guided tours. There are plenty of guided tours. They'll pick you up at your hotel or resort. And they'll uh, take you around. You can order a taxi. You can uh, take one of their open air buses that you basically wave down as they come by, and or you can rent a car. And we decided to rent a car because we wanted the freedom and the mm. independence to kind of explore on our own and, and spend time where we wanted to. And uh, mm. and and so uh, it's important to note, of course, that they drive on the uh, left side of the road. Wow! And, so, like uh, New Zealand. Exactly. Yeah. So they operate by that. They you know, that's that's where they take their cue from. And um the roads though can be very uh challenging because there are a lot of potholes and ruts
0: mm-hmm. and
1: also they're narrow and uh lane divisions and uh you share them with all manner of animals. There's a lot of feral <laughs> uh, pigs running it. around and there's I love know, it dogs and then there's people that are walking on the side of the road and so you know sometimes it's uh especially if it gets nighttime you have to be real careful because don't see somebody until you come up upon them, so to speak. So you know it's a challenge to drive. I think it's part of the adventure. Um,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: I, w- I kept telling my husband, you know, left, left, stay left, left, left. You know? <laughs> well, <laughs> because you know it's like sometimes you get you know you 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 know get kind of complacent and you yeah you know the covers. left you're making a turn you know it's kind of like yeah, oh, get but... into
0: that lane you know it's like <laughs> I think I may have told you like when my friend from South Africa came here last year and um you know my brain went south african and it was like the day after we were on a i think we were driving south or something from michigan and i was getting off an interstate and needed to turn left well i turned left into the oncoming traffic oh. lane because i'm used to right. that from right. south africa my brain right. just reverted just in that split second and then nancy's like what are you doing i'm like I know. I'm turning left. They, the lights said turn left. So I did. <laughs> it was like quick, quick. And you couldn't, you know, that that was a mess. But I, I got I I don't actually know how I got myself out of it. But I did. But <laughs> but I think it's fun, to, you know, and, and if you have a good yep. attitude and, and you're, you know, sorry. Yep. And I think in those you're not like you're not in New York City trying to drive in that, you know, but no Mexico is like that for me. Like with, we used to, you know, when we lived in Mexico, we didn't go driving around at night. And then it was to a neighbor's down the street or something because of the potholes and the animals and stuff like that. You know, you just had to keep your wits about it, but it is part of an adventure. I do want to ask. Okay. So when you went to the territory, America, Samoa, You know, that reverts.
1: Yeah, they revert back to the
0: American, the United States.
1: So, you know, we got a car there, too. And then we're like, okay, now we're on the other side. And then, you know, at the end of the day, we're flying back and now we're on the other side. Now you're in
0: Hawaii (laughs) and Hawaii (laughs) is American. So, yeah, it's 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 really
1: pretty, pretty funny. You have to kind of keep your wits about you and and also the time difference, because, you know, you can leave, you know, for example, we left on a. A morning on a you know monday morning you know to to go to you know uh american samoa and you know you arrive on a you know whatever you you, you know we left on a tuesday and we arrived on a monday and then we left on a monday no. and arrived back on tuesday you know and it's we have to keep track of those things especially with flights because it's it's you know very confusing i'll tell you what's the internet <laughs> like there um it's not bad um it's okay oh. Um, you know, thank goodness they have, um, uh, Google Maps, uh, which really helps, uh, if you're in the right area to, to receive them. Yeah, yeah, it's good to (laughs) download.
0: Well, Google has that thing where, where you download them. So if you go offline, I love that function. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I used to be anti all of the GPSing and all of that. And then I learned pretty quickly. No, it's. Thank goodness. Yeah. Because if you can't um, get
1: service, you can't get the maps, you know. Yeah, and yeah, so you need it's them. It's best to get them ahead of time and then have them there for you because you know, there were pockets of places where we had no, you know, no internet when you're driving around some of these places, you know. So, uh good, definitely. Good tip. Yeah. It, yeah,
0: definitely. Tell tell us about I want to get to Robert Louis Stevenson because that's huge. I oh, yeah. I thought he was in Hawaii. I didn't know he was in American uh, in some yeah, in He was in. Samoa. Samoa. Didn't no. know that too. Well, Go he, go ahead. Let's you know, talk he, about him. Yeah, he spent the
1: last five years of his life uh, in a in a plantation home that he built called Villa Vilima, and uh, he's actually buried, uh, uh, you know, uh, up on the mountain, which is right above that, uh, called Mount Vaca, which you can also visit. But you know, we all know, you know, how famous you know Stevenson is and mm-hmm. was in terms of Treasure Island, Kidnapped, you know, Child's Garden of Verses. But his love of adventure, you know, he loved traveling and he loved Polynesia, um, brought him to the South Pacific, but it was also his medical condition, which uh, people, doctors now surmise that he had undiagnosed TB, um, you he sought out warm climates uh, with the hopes of of finding some relief. And in Samoa, you know, he uh, continued to write, but he also became an advocate for Samoans and they they um he was beloved there. He, they named him Tusatello, which is Teller of Tales. It means Teller of Tales. And when he died, um, in eighteen ninety four the house changed hands, uh, for like a hundred years and it wasn't until then, after that, that it was opened as a, a house museum due to the efforts of two American businessmen who were also missionaries. And so now it's a kind of a Mecca for Stevenson, you know, fans and for other tourists. Uh you know, and recognized as an institution. We loved the guided tour that we had. It was remarkable. And you'll see bedrooms of his wife and her daughter and daughter's son. Stevenson never had children himself. And then there's, you know, photos and paintings and sculpture. And our guide was just so full of uh, wonderful info, and she was, you know, regaled us with lots of stories. And then she ended the tour doing something I have not uh, or heard, which was she sang words of the late author and song, which was just beautiful wow. um, and it was really clear that she you know felt very strongly and passionately about uh telling the story,
0: you know that to me is when you get to have those kind of experiences, it's touching, yes. you know oh,
1: it, it, it it especially
0: it, in a small country like that,
1: and it makes it you know really you know. I don't know, it just, it made it much more, made it unique and very special, and, uh, you know, I think most tourists who go will stop at the Stevenson, major attractions. Many of the other attractions are wonderfully, are wonderful nature, and uh, beautiful waterfalls, and one of the, the, uh, like a trench,
0: Um, there's Mm -hmm. an ocean
1: trench there that is quite interesting, and a deep swimming hole, and it's basically sinkholes that are connected by a lava tube. And you go down the steep ladder and you jump in. And uh, people, you know, love going there. They love going to these rock pools. And... I love, you know, seeing, you know, all these wonderful, you know, they're great swimming spots and you'll see a lot of the locals in a lot of these places. And, uh, you know, there's some hikes there too. I do need to tell people that, you know, it is a Polynesian country and it is very, Mm -hmm. the climate is very humid and very warm. And, uh, you know, so it does take a little time to get used to and, you know, you can Definitely, definitely exhausting at sometimes. So you know, we didn't do any like intense hiking because it's just very humid and hot. We're in these Mm. forests and you know areas, and uh, some of the hikes you know go on people's land, and you they will stop you and they will ask you for toll to get across their land. Um, so, oh you know, okay some of it is yeah so so it's it's quite a, an interesting like if you want to see some of the waterfalls it, they will stop you and you will need to pay a, a nominal amount to be, get access yeah, to yeah. Do
0: that well that mm-hmm. makes sense you know it's it's a different country and they do it in a different yeah. way but you're helping them and it seems that they're they're preserving it nicely though right yes so. definitely
1: definitely and you know um you know most things are very um you know they're 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 marked in a certain way um some things are not marked as well uh <laughs> but uh you know so it's once again it's part, part of the adventure um i think for people who go and a lot of, of travelers who come who are very interested in the cultural traditions will want to go to the Samoan cultural village, which is in Apia, and they do a wonderful uh, several hours of uh, demonstrations and also food. And it was very uh, enlightening, very informative, and highlights uh, to do that.
0: You know, I, I think that was interesting. One of the, the reading about this because you got to learn about the food and wood carving and the, the dance performance and music, like you're talking about too, but also the tattooing, um, yeah. excuse me, the house of pain. Yeah. Um, so this is not tattooing like what we think about this is like, they're there. No, it just kind of made me feel like we're going into a doctor's office from the 17 or 1800s, like a dentist, maybe kind of, tools. Nancy's cringing on the other side as I'm recording this with you, because I brought up these tools. So this is not, um, this is not for the weak of heart.
1: No, and, you know, you're not allowed to take any pictures, which is understandable, Um, and to enter it, Mm -hmm. and they do call it the house of pain, uh, you need to show respect, you need to remove your shoes, your hats, your sunglasses, put your cameras down, and you need to sit quietly and listen to the guide uh, explain um, while you're watching, Um, and it does, it was uncomfortable, Um, this is a traditional way of tattooing, and on on the island of Upolu, there are two families who are the tattooists, and um, those are the two families that do these tattoos. And um, you, you become a master tattoo artist. You know, it takes many years, and uh, it's a position of honor in the society. And people look mm-hmm. to you to get a, a uh, tattoo as a rite of passage. And wow. um, mostly, a lot of men. And um, you know we witnessed it. They use these um, traditional tapping tools, which are stainless steel tips, carried out without anesthesia, and it's it can be painful. And there is usually a tattoo master tattooist with two assistants who are helping to hold the body while he's doing this. And then there is another. Family member who is sitting there, and that family member is a uh, family member of the individual getting the tattoo, and he is there for. And um, it takes a long, long time. Um, You you want a full body, which is basically kind of your lower torso, uh, upper legs. um, That's considered a full body, and it takes a couple weeks doing this. About five hours a day. Accomplish this. Five hours a day. Yeah, and I believe it takes about it cost about I think five thousand dollars or some amount. That's what our, our guide mentioned to us. But it's um it's it, it's fascinating, you know, it's a little uncomfortable to watch to listen to it, um as you know, it's going on. But uh it was, you know, definitely eye opening, uh, just like you know, seeing any other traditional, but this was, you know, this I never never really knew about. Um mm was interesting. I mean, wood carving, they do it very traditionally without power tools, which I've seen in many places, you know. Um, The cooking was another interesting thing. That was something that we, you know, watched in the beginning, how they, you know, set up, uh, you know, the the Samoan meal, and they wrapped everything in, in, you know, these leaves, and, you know, then they have this, this oven that is basically, you know, an earth oven, and it's called umu, and pack all these volcanic rocks, rocks together. They light them up to get it hot, and then they, you know, wrap the items like seafood or chicken or taro or breadfruit bananas are wrapped in coconut and banana leaves, and then they put them on, on the umu, and uh, then they cover it all with banana leaves, and they seal it in and cook it for about an hour. And so at the end of all these demonstrations, um, we got to weave our own baskets Ooh, cool. um, with um, coconut fronds, and um, then they present you with the food that they have cooked while you've been going through these different demonstrations. So it's kind of a full circle thing, and that was was fascinating, you know. And also, you know, yes, you learn that you know coconut is definitely uh, the plant uh, of life for Samoans, and uh, you know that they. they they really rely on it. And also taro and breadfruit, and banana and fish, you know, those are some of the, the staples. And you'll you'll see a lot of that at these, you know, just like in Hawaii, you go to a lua, they have a fia fia, which is kind of the same thing. It's a big celebration and A lot of the hotels and the resorts will have a weekly fia fia night. And so Mm. that's, you know, you'll go and you'll have some of these traditional foods, but then you'll be treated to a really wonderful show. And just like at the uh, cultural uh, center, uh, they do have dancing, which um, is wonderful to watch. It's very mesmerizing music. Uh, And then uh, at the fia fia, they do the um, fire dance, which is another very traditional, ancient polynesian art so that was very exciting
0: it sounds like fun i mean and and you got to go snorkeling got waterfalls uh was that pretty with the coral reefs oh
1: it's like their coral reefs have been
0: pretty protected
1: yeah, and lots of fish, you know, lots of colorful fish. And, you know, you can go to definitely different dive areas with uh, different organized tours. But we, we, where we stayed, which was, was called the Sinalé Reef Resort and Spa, it was right on the ocean, and you could just walk from the beach right out in there and, uh, you know, snorkel. They had snorkeling equipment for you to use. And so, you know, to me it was easy to do, and I, I liked that aspect of it. So beautiful, mm. beautiful resort. Um Actually, we found out that it is where King Charles will be staying with uh, with, uh, when he comes to Samoa uh, for the first time in uh, the fall. Wow. uh, So, yeah, it was chosen to be the place
0: for place. to stay at. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, too, with, with, you know, going and being able to do that, did they have like uh, glass bottom boats at all?
1: You know, I don't know if they had glass bottom boats. I know they had organized yeah. dive dive tours. Um, so I don't know if they had glass bottom boats. Oh, that's
0: cool! Boats. I but, want to go um, in a glass bottom yeah. boat. I miss those. They were so much fun in Canada. They are fun.
1: I've been on. I've been in them, and they are wonderful. They're 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 very special because you really get to see. You know, if you don't want yeah. to go in the water, you get
0: to see. Uh, it's so like when the, the shark is under boat. there. You're going. I'm so glad I'm yeah. in the boat. Like hello, <laughs> it's so nice to see you. <laughs> and the more hello, I eel comes hello. by, the more I eel, and you're like, oh, right? Put my right. cocktail and wave at you. You're beautiful, yeah. you know. I just think when, you, when, because that experience when you have like such clear waters, you know, in in certain places, it's just, you know, right? Amazing, right. you know. Right. Just I, I think it's so cool, and you know, just yeah, that's cool though that you've done this and gone in the resorts. I mean, it, it seems like, you know. Just like you could go there as your own little paradise. You know, if you wanted to just hang out at a resort for the weekend or week, you probably could. But I would want to go do what you did. You know,
1: know, I think I would say and even the people we talked to, um, there were there weren't any um, other Americans staying at the resort. Mostly the people we encountered were from New Zealand or Australia actually. Yeah, makes sense. And it they are only you know, it's only a couple hours for them by flight, you know. Mm. And so, um, you know, it's an easy trip for them and if they want something uh different and special, uh, you know, this is one of the the popular places for for people from that from down under
0: <laughs> to uh
1: Yeah, to and go they to. like to
0: hike. you know. Yeah. Isn't it yeah? Isn't it's it tramping? Am I is that the right word? Tramping? Yeah. I think and... it is tramping. Yeah in New yeah. Zealand yeah go tramping yeah tramping yeah. through the wilderness but I mean it seems like you really had an amazing time but also um being out there that um you know you've got you've got hikes you've got snorkeling and then we're going to talk about the national park so everyone again that will be linked in the show notes as well so you can uh, read the article and listen to the interview on that so man what an amazing time this is it this was. is cool and flowers. Yeah, oh, special. that one photo you have with all those flowers in a basket? Oh, gosh. Like seriously, yeah, that just like it, that's like a piece of art, you know? You know, they put it's all on water, so it's filled with water the
1: pot or whatever, and then they pick the blossoms and create artistic design.
0: Mm. Oh, it. and it's, it's we beautiful. the fire dance. We got to you can't go without cuz fire monkey went to a fire knife dance. <laughs> Yeah, the fire dance was, like, really a highlight of of that
1: Fia Fia uh, uh, celebration. But um, the men and boys um, basically have these, like, fire knives, which are like batons, and um, they're lit on either side. And then they, you know, twirl them around their necks, they twirl them under their legs, they throw them up and they catch them, you know, and it's all done to this, you know, very... Mesmerizing beat uh, of music, and uh, you know you're amazed wow. at the cord- their coordination it's quite quite amazing and where I attended, which was at a place called the Return to Paradise Resort, um the employees were the dancers mm. um, you know so these were people that you might see if you were staying at the resort, who would be working at the resort, but they were they were so really excellent, really good performers and uh, very talented dancers
0: it was well, lots yeah. of fun yeah very cool and you got your seafood i know you got Boy. happy on that that's okay, it
1: definitely
0: well everyone uh, fire monkey the debbie stone is here on big blend radio every fourth uh there's a uh, tuesday excuse me and again like i said links are in the show notes for her article this one is up on blend radio and TV.com, and make sure you click through to hear one about the national park because this is just epic this is bucket list stuff we love it we love it thank you debbie
1: well, thank you. It was such a pleasure.
0: Thanks for listening to Big Blend Radio's Global Adventure Show with travel writer Debbie Stone. Debbie is here every fourth Tuesday. You can keep up with us at bigblendradio.com.